It's the same old tune, fiddle and guitar. Where do we take it from here? Rhinestone suits and new shiny cars. It's been the same way for years. We need to change. Good morning, welcome to the Nine Podcast. Morning, Bucket Random for Chip Nellinger. Chip, um, man, there's just not a lot going on right now. It doesn't feel like. Got the China thing getting ready to possibly maybe draw back in, have a little talk or two, and, and try to figure some stuff out. But uh, a whole new set of tariffs are about to take place. So, <laughs> see, if you can make heads or tails of that, let me know. But I, it just seems like it just will not stop. Yeah, that, and that's, that's kind of um, the reaction of the bean market, you know. I mean, uh, last week we get news that we're kind of having to carry it out to China for uh, maybe possibly some uh, additional talks. And, uh, you know, now, possibly as soon as today, we're going to have another 200 billion of tariffs. Uh, B market, uh, and everyone else kind of scratch their heads saying, okay, what's, what's going on with that? So we were lower overnight. Uh, may have been anyway, even without this tariff stuff. Uh, just talk, you know, pretty good weather weekend uh, across the corn belt. So uh, corn and bean harvest picking up steam here. Um, yields remain pretty solid in beans. Um, good in corn, but uh, you know a little bit of a mixed mixed bag in areas. So that's the, the main overriding feature here is um, for the next few days, pretty clear weather. In the last few days, pretty clear weather. There are some rains coming through here uh, mid to late week that might slow things down a little bit. But um, you know, it's it's that time of year. You got harvest advancing, and just hard for the market to do anything in that environment. You throw this tariff. Uh, uncertainty in there and um, you know you can see why we're a little bit lower three to five lower generally uh, in beans and a couple cents lower in corn did have a little life in the wheat market there was a, uh, a frost slash freeze in some of the Australian wheat growing areas uh, here late weekend you know as, as any frost or freeze comes it just takes some time to figure out and assess what the damage is uh, but you know Australia was struggling anyway with Supremely dry weather. They're in a pretty critical time frame for their crop. Had some cold temperatures and uh, just don't know how much damage yet. So that was a little bit supportive to the wheat market. We were a couple cents higher in the overnight. But, uh, you know, other than that, it's just status quo here um, as it is this time every year. Harvest is is picking up steam and uh, it's, it's hard for the market to do anything dramatic to the upside of that environment. The best can be said is if we just kind of grind sideways here, uh, would kind of be the best best case scenario. So far, we've we've held the lows from last week and the contract lows. Um, will they be taken out here today, tomorrow, possibly? But kind of need some back and forth, just sideways action, and have this market take a breather. One thing I would um, throw out there: we're starting to hear several yield reports strolling in uh, from Illinois in particular, all over, but Illinois in particular. And I'm I'm not by any stretch going to uh, criticize USDA or say they're wrong. But uh, the fact of the matter is they have Illinois 13 bushels better than a year ago. And and there's nothing from anyone I've talked to, and it's been many producers that would lead me to believe that Illinois is 13 bushels better than a year ago yet. Now it could pick up. We get deeper into this. Um, it's good. Don't, don't hear me say it's bad. It's good. 
some areas it is as good, maybe a touch better than a year ago. But 13 bushels, I'm not seeing that evidence yet, and that's a pretty high bar. So my point with that is there's still going to be questions with this thing all through it until the final January crop report. Uh, this crop's not in the bin yet. A little depressing right now, but, you know, we'll get past this, and we will have a bounce. We always do. Even in the biggest crop years, we have post-harvest bounces. We're going to see that again. So we just got to have a, have a plan and be ready. Livestock market's a little bit mixed. Uh, cattle exploded higher Friday. Um, strong technical uh, action. We talked about that. We finally got through that trend line and resistance. The market uh, blew up higher. The uh, uh, October was uh, limited up um, sharply higher in, in the rest of the deferred live cattle and, uh, and feeders. Hogs more of a mixed bag in here. They're just slopping sideways and just real ugly, sloppy trade. But cattle market uh, put a nice rally in. Cattle feedlot producers out there uh, keep this in uh, you know in the forefront. This is probably an opportunity. Uh, don't let this slip away. I'm not saying we don't have some more upside. We likely do, but um, you know be ready to take advantage of further rally in the in the cattle market here. Has uh, any stuff that you've seen so far? I mean, I know I just it's been just the weekend here, and we're kind of figuring out what damage has been done and those kind of things. But as far as Florence goes, have you? heard anything or seen anything in the market that would suggest that there's some moves being created because of that? Uh, you know, not yet. I mean, obviously, when you talk about some of the rainfall totals they've had, um, uh, you know, 10 inches on the low side, 30 inches on the high side, uh, there are a lot of crop in, in that area. So there was unlikely some damage. It, to me, though, which if you're right in that path is the worst case scenario, it seemed like it was... Uh, which was part of the problem with so much rainfall, kind of isolated to the same path. You know, it just grinds and grinds and grinds on that same path. So uh, there is unlikely um, some crop damage there, but I think it's a little bit early to assess the damage. And, you know, I, I wasn't probably as widespread maybe as uh, what was feared, but certainly in North Carolina and South Carolina, uh, there would have been some damage. Uh, that thing's set to move through, you know, kind of the upper Ohio Valley here in the next few days. So there's still going to be a lot of rain in that thing. West Virginia, Pennsylvania, um, you know, up to the East Coast. So it's not over yet. And if you're right in the path, it's not good. But um, it, it certainly wasn't the worst case as it relates to crops. Um, but certainly there there was some damage there. But it's bottom line, it's a little bit too early, Casey. That was a long answer. <laughs> but uh, it's probably a little bit too early to figure out. Uh, exactly what the what the damage was crop wise from from that hurricane. Do you see pork prices going up with the Smithfield and Tyson being shut down? The two biggest plants they have, pretty much nationwide there in North Carolina. Um, you see that maybe shooting up a little bit. Yeah, that's a double edged sword. I think it certainly um, helped a little bit in the short run here. Um, but you know, the other the backside of that is you're you're backing supplies up a little bit too. So when they do open back up, there could be a little bit of a glut. Um, yeah, any disruption like that, you're likely going to see a little bit of support, but um, you know, hopefully they can get things back to normal fairly fairly quickly. But uh, yeah, anytime that's that's a major area, um, and that's that's part of it too. Right? I think they're still trying to assess a lot of hog facilities there. You know, massive amounts of uh, of hog production in North Carolina, and there's major flooding, and so it's not just the the plants, but maybe some production facilities uh, as well. Uh, there's going to be some uh, logistical issues on the pork side without question here for a little while. Yeah. 
Well, plenty of stuff going on as usual, Chip. So if guys want to work on their plan or help get one developed or just have you look over what they've got going on, how to do that? Yeah, best way is just call our office, 309-550-7213. We'd love to chat with you and just kind of review uh, what your plan is and uh, show you how we might be able to help you. Right on, Chip. Well, till tomorrow, Chip, have a good day, and we'll talk to you then. Okay, you do the same. We'll talk tomorrow. All right, thanks, man. Yeah.